This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 424. The Email Productivity Curve by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. And I'm Dan, I'm your personal narrator here. Welcome back to Optimal Startup Daily. Hope you're enjoying the long holiday weekend uh, if you are here in the US. This is the podcast where I read to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship and I do that every single day, including weekends and holidays. And with that, we're gonna get right to it as we optimize your life. The Email Productivity Curve by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. A mixed response. Late last year, Pew Research found that online workers identified email as their most important tool, beating out both phones and the internet by sizable margins. Almost half of the workers surveyed claimed that the technology made them feel more productive. As Pew summarized, email continues to be the main digital artery that workers believe is important to their job. Around the same time this research was released, however, Sir Kerry Cooper, a professor of organizational psychology, made waves at the British Psychological Society's annual conference by identifying British workers' macho, always-connected email culture as a factor in the UK's falling productivity. It now has the second lowest productivity in the G7. Cooper went so far as to advocate companies shutting down their email servers after work hours and perhaps even banning all internal email communication. This bipolar reaction to email, either it's fundamental to success or terrible, extends beyond research circles and often characterizes popular conversations about the technology. So what explains this oddly mixed reaction? The email productivity curve. There's a picture of a curve on this post. Email productivity increases as you go from no email towards nonstop email, but you reach a max point and it falls to zero as the curve approaches nonstop email. At the leftmost extreme, in other words, no email use, productivity remains healthily above zero. This captures the obvious reality that even if email and similar digital communication tools were banned, companies could still get stuff done, as they did in the many decades before such technologies were introduced. As we begin to move to the right, increasing email use, productivity increases. This point should also be obvious. It's hard to argue against the proposition that email is an immensely useful technology. Universal addressing, instant information transfer, asynchronous storage and retrieval, these are all hard communication problems that email solves elegantly. As we continue to move to the right, however, things get interesting. Eventually, we will arrive at a theoretical maximum point on the x-axis where all workers ever do is check and send emails. At this point, no time is left for any actual work, so productivity would be zero. 
If we step back, we see our three obvious observations tell us the following about any curve that describes a measure of productivity versus increasing email use. The curve will start above zero. It will rise for a while and it will eventually decrease all the way down to zero. Any curve matching these criteria will feature two crucial points, one where the productivity produced by email use hits a maximum point and a break-even point after which email use makes users less productive than if they didn't have email at all. I propose that the mixed reaction to email summarized at the beginning of this post can be better understood with respect to the different regions of this curve. In more detail, those who aggressively defend the email, like the workers surveyed by Pew, are responding to the reality that much of this productivity curve is about the no email level. That is, they're reacting to the true observation that email can make you more productive than no email. Those who decry email, like Kerry Cooper, are responding to the reality that an increasing number of organizations are further to the right, and therefore their email habits are making them less productive than they could be if they were more discerning about their use of this technology. It's possible, in other words, for your email use to be both making you more productive as compared to no email and less productive as compared to its optimal use. Holding both these thoughts in one's head at the same time can be confusing, thus explaining to some degree the muddled polarization of email rhetoric. From explanation to opportunity. Once we understand this style of productivity curve, however, we can do more than simply demystify our confusion we can also recognize a major management opportunity. With few exceptions, email use arose organically within organizations, with little thought applied to how digital communication might best serve the relevant objectives. The result is that email habits tend to fall somewhat haphazardly on the email productivity curve, with a bias toward the right-hand side, as increased connectivity tends to be more convenient for people in the moment, especially when unchecked by other metrics. It's important to note that there's nothing fundamental about these current email habits, an observation which leads to the conclusion that forward-thinking organizations could consider exploring different regions of this curve in search of the optimal point. By thinking in terms of a search for optimality, such organizations could escape the email is either bad or good dichotomy that often cripples such initiatives before they get too far, and instead cast the efforts in terms of process optimization. To reduce email use, in other words, is not necessarily a repudiation of the technology, but can be instead an embrace of its full potential. You just listened to the post titled The Email Productivity Curve by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And a big thanks to Cal who uh, wrote this post today. He typically writes about learning hacks and productivity. So you're going to hear him narrated pretty frequently over on Optimal Living Daily. So you can check that show out for a lot more from him. Cal is the author of the books Deep Work and A World Without Email. And you can learn more about those books, uh, plus check out his blog, other media, and podcast over on his site, calnewport.com. That's calnewport.com. But that is it for me today here at Optimal Startup Daily. I thank you so much, as always, uh, for being here and also for subscribing to the show and sharing it with others when you get a chance. So have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.